This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. A number of years ago, I came across a book called The Jew in the Lotus. This 1994 book is the account of an historic meeting between a number of rabbis and the Dalai Lama, who is the head of state and spiritual leader of Tibetan Buddhism in exile in India. I was very taken by the book, sensing that something took place there that had never happened before in contemporary Judaism. I was shocked to discover just how many Jews are involved, not just as followers, but as leaders in modern Buddhism. It turns out that more than 30% of non-Asian Buddhists are Jews, many of whom are leaders in the movement. It also made me realize something significant. The inherent nature of a Jew as a searcher and seeker of spirituality wherever it may be found. Roger Kamenetz, a Jew himself and the author of the book, says the following. Our ancient sources of wisdom call on human beings to rise to their highest capacity and behave in extraordinarily open and generous ways to one another under difficult circumstances to transcend differences and create understanding across all barriers of convention and fear. This wisdom is fragile as our environment is fragile, threatened by an overwhelming material culture. I believe in spiritual ecology. In today's world, Judaism and Tibetan Buddhism and other wisdom traditions are endangered species. The author then draws out the ways in which Judaism and Buddhism are similar and how they are both in contrast to and under threat by the secular world. Rabbi Akiva Tatz, a scholar and author living in Israel, addressed the issue of Jews seeking spirituality in other faiths. He wrote his own book in 2005 together with Jewish Buddhist, or Jubu, David Gottlieb of Chicago. In this book, David asks Rabbi Katz questions about Judaism, such as why Judaism has never, to him, seemed as satisfying as the Zen Buddhism he has discovered. Rabbi Katz, through a series of conversations, opens David's eyes to the beauty and spirituality that does exist within Judaism. The origins of Buddhism, and whether it's a kosher form of spirituality for Jews to dabble in, has its roots in a little-known story in the Torah. The Torah tells the story of Abraham and Sarah, and after Sarah passes away, Abraham remarries a woman named Keturah who had children of her own. Abraham gives these children gifts at the end of his life and sends them to the east. The commentaries explain two things. One, that Keturah's children carried a spiritual spark of Abraham in their souls. And two, that these gifts were gifts of spirituality that Abraham gifted his children. With these gifts, they moved eastward. 
I wonder if the Jewish soul is disproportionately attracted to Eastern spiritual practices because some spark of our souls recognizes the truth of the spark of our mutual forefather Abraham. One thing is for sure, the Jewish soul is always seeking and always searching. Lord Rabbi Jonathan Sachs said, Hence the life-changing idea, search for meaning and you will discover strength. Life is not mikre, mere chance. It is a story of which you are a part, a question to which you are the answer, a call directed to the smartphone of your soul. That is our people's collective destiny within which each of us has a specific and individual purpose. Find it and your why will carry you through almost any how. Jews are searchers and seekers. We are writers, lecturers, researchers, philosophers, doctors, scientists. We constitute 20% of the world's Nobel Prize winners, although we constitute a quarter of 1% of its population. We invented psychology, which is essentially the search to understand ourselves. But we want to understand everything. Life, the world, each other, politics, business, law, communication. The ancient prophet Isaiah told us, Seek God where he may be found. Call on him while he is near. We seek God even when we don't know he's what we're looking for. The search for meaning has brought many Jews, ironically, to other faiths, with Buddhism being a common contemporary destination. Even modern-day yoga and meditation practices have been enthusiastically embraced by Jewish adherents who are looking for meaning and spirituality. The second of the Ten Commandments instructs us, You shall have no other gods beside me. You shall not make for yourself any graven image, nor any manner of likeness of anything that is heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. So, Idolatry, an issue that many of us would not claim to be tempted by, is a huge no-no in Judaism. The word idol is mentioned over 200 times in the five books of Moses alone. Looking at the other nine commandments, we might say we've been way more challenged by dishonesty, envy, not properly honoring parents. I don't think I've ever been challenged by worshiping idols. But it turns out that the second commandment may be more relevant in contemporary times than it might seem. Because Jews, according to the second commandment, are supposed to get all their religious and spiritual systems from the Torah and not from other faiths. And Jews do seem to be inordinately attracted to Eastern faiths. Sometimes that search for meaning and spirituality is a bridge, like in David Gottlieb's case. His conversations with Rabbi Tatz eventually brought him back to Judaism, to his own backyard. But sometimes, those seeking Jews will find their final destinations in other spiritual practices. One thing is for sure, for all Jews, 
Keep searching. Keep seeking. Information is everywhere, but wisdom is scarce. And as the book Ethics of the Fathers teaches us about Torah, delve into it and delve into it for everything is in it. Look deeply into it, grow old and gray over it. Do not move away from it because there is nothing better than it. This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book to power your day with purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.